0: Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers podcasts brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer and Amanda's from My Office Books and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda.
1: Hi, I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And, and we're, we're from the, the Aussie, Aussie Bloggers, Bloggers Podcast. Cookers. Wonderful stuff having you on on our podcast today, Amanda. And I'd love for you to introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about
2: what you do with blogging. Hi, I'm Amanda Smythe from Cooker and a Looker. I've started um, blogging as a little outlet and a bit of a dare from my husband back um, in 2012 and I write food and life about our, uh, you know, life on our farm so it's a it's a kind of um, it's not straight food and in fact um, somebody gave us a little review, uh, gave the blog a little review the other day and um, described it as anything goes so I kind of like that
1: <laughs> That's awesome So I loved how you introduced yourself that blogging is a marathon and not a sprint because I think you'd agree with me, a lot of bloggers have a misconception about they're going to become overnight sensations, don't they?
2: Yeah, um, and and you see it happen to some people, but um, I think many of us don't understand that there's years and years of work in the background before that, viral sensation happens and um, you know they're an overnight success but really there's lots and lots of hard slog um, that's gone into that overnight success.
1: And, and that's what I love about you saying that that it's a marathon and not a sprint. So one thing that I loved about the fact that when we were talking about the points you were going to discuss on our podcast today you brought out that you'd received some awesome advice from other bloggers over the years. Would you mind sharing some of those
2: tips with everybody who are listening today? Sure, um, certainly. I think the one that has stuck with me from um, my very start in blogging was from Snay Roy, who writes Cook Republic, and um, I heard her speak at Voices. Um, uh, Word. Oh goodness. You know, conference, um, uh, in very 2012, I think. And she said that, yeah. um, you had to be a cop. And, uh, you know, I remember writing down in my book, when I grow up, I want to be a cop. And, um, cop was, uh, consistent, original and persistent. And I think that that sums up Snae's success perfectly. And it's something that I've tried to emulate. Um, you know, being consistent just means uh, it goes along with that same thing that we were talking about with the marathon. You just have to keep showing up every day and, and some things that you write will be popular and sometimes you'll think you're hearing crickets, but you just have to keep showing up. And then being original, um, you know, I think that goes without saying just, um, you know, not being tempted to jump on a bandwagon but sticking with your voice. And then persistent is is the same kind of thing, isn't it? Just not giving up, and uh, you know, in the famous words of Dory from Finding Nemo, just keep swimming.
1: <laughs> and I love those points because that's the other thing we talked about this in our first episode with Linda um, and Neville Reed. She pointed out how the statistics show that most bloggers simmer out and disappear after only three months. And that's such a short period of time. And saying the COP system, being consistent, original and persistent, I think really will help some of the new, the newer bloggers realise that it's not just a three-month process, is it, Amanda?
2: No. Um, and, you know, going back to the idea that it's a marathon, not a sprint, uh, I wonder if people give up because they burn out. Um, you know, I have to make sure that blogging fits in with the rest of our lives. You know, we we have a farm to run, I have, you know, a family to look after, and so, um, you know, I think um, I have to remember that um, I need to spread my energy over a long period of time rather than jamming it into three months. So finding a rhythm that works for you, I think, is a, another way not to not to run out of energy and become frustrated with your blog um, in a short period of time.
3: So, Amanda, tell us how you actually do that then. How do you have that? How do you fit blogging in with the rest of your life when your life is so busy?
2: Um, Certainly, I've worked out um, that I can only write in the morning. I only have really clever ideas straight up in the morning. So if I'm going to sit down and write, it absolutely has to be, um, straight up. And even if I don't, um, even if I don't get out of bed, I don't want to wake my husband. I can use Evernote on my, um, mobile and I out of tap out the few ideas that I have and then think them to my computer. so, So that smart idea is not gone because by the time I get to um, forgotten lunch boxes and <laughs> the, the mediocrity of my day, there's a good chance that um those ideas might vanish in the, in the, you know, normality of kind of life. Um, and the other thing is, if I do get time in the afternoon when I, when my brain is cooked and I don't have any smart ideas anymore, that's when I, I do the grunt work. That's when I edit my, photos and um, you know work on visuals and that kind of thing.
1: That's that's excellent. They're great points Amanda because I love Evernote and I use it mm. c- quite a lot and I've actually encouraged Tan to use Evernote since we've yes. been podcasting. Yes we um, use it for all our, our podcasting interviews. yeah, yeah it is communication. Because I don't know whether people realise, but we can use it online and offline, can't we? Yes,
2: yes. Um, And it's even clever. It kind of tags where you made that note.
1: (laughs) Yes, um, Yes. I love the tag too. Yeah, it takes away having to remember where we put it. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike the computer when you save something to a file and go, now where did I save that? Whereas at least Mm. Evernote, you can tag it. You, pr- you press in the search with the tag and up it pops. It's just wonderful.
2: And I, I, and I love it um, not having to retype anything because now, you know, after I've put it on my phone, I can grab sections of text out and dump them straight into my post. So that, that works mm. well for me too.
1: Absolutely. Great tip. So what I was interested in is you love to cook and you've got a cookbook coming up, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I do. Um, we're planning a la- launch just in time for Mother's Day. So um, the title is Cooker and a Looker, and the subtitle is uh, Modern Australian Cuisine Fresh from the Farm. Oh, I love that. That's so, so what you do
1: because you're on a farm yourself. So, and then Cooker and a Looker, of course, is your name, which anybody can find all over the internet if you Google it. Um, so that's awesome I love that concept so Amanda one thing I'm interested in knowing has the book come along from all your different blog posts and all the recipes that you share or is this completely a new entity
2: um so certainly the the publisher found me from the blog um but I wound up um getting a bit caught up in the cookbook and um so there will be a few recipes from the from the blog, but mostly um, they're new ones because I looked at the photos and I couldn't bear that they would be printed in a book. <laughs> I had to rework <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's one of those things with blogging, right? Um, you consistently get better at the things that you do. So you look back four years ago and you cannot bear to read or look at the things that you did, but, um, you know, practice makes perfect kind of thing. And so... Um, uh, you know, I've learned a lot going along, and so I wanted the book to be kind of the best—the uh, best that I could do. If if it's going to be in somebody's um, kitchen and they're going to find it helpful, then I I wanted it to be the the best that I could produce at the moment.
1: So, Amanda, that leads That's... me on to what are some of the you know how you said over the years you can see how you've perfected what you've been doing. Um, so what are some of the things as a blogger that have helped you become better at what you do? So now that you can stand back and see the difference, can you think of any specific points that actually helped you along that journey?
2: Um, certainly, um, uh, you know, you, you see what other people are doing and what works and, uh, you know, what you enjoy reading or or visuals that you think um, – you know, suit a recipe or or suit a style. Um, So certainly learning by example is one of those things that I think um, has worked for me. Um, And I'm my own worst critic. I'm sure a lot of bloggers are. But, um, you know, I've had to go through and unpublish a lot of posts because I couldn't bear that they were on the internet with my name on them.
1: (laughs) And I laugh. Because I read your posts and they're always so polished and I love reading them. So for me to hear that you at times go through and can't
2: bear and you delete them,
1: it reassures me that there's hope for me yet.
2: (laughs) Being embarrassed by stuff and, um, uh, you know, maybe even being afraid of doing new stuff, I think that's one of those things that um, you put yourself out there when you're blogging. And, um, you know, I can remember being at ProBlogger once and hearing Darren Rose say something like, you know, fear is a sign that something big is about to happen. Um, and so I think a lot of bloggers will have experienced that when they're about to write a post that's particularly personal to them or they're about to embark on a new, um, you know, a new venture within their blog that that fear kind of comes, um, you know, before you start. And so um, I've certainly experienced that myself um and I often still feel that now when I write something that's particularly personal or, or you know, a bit, a bit out there.
1: Yeah. And, and I do recall Darren saying that. He said that you shouldn't be frightened of fear. And I think it's something that until we experience it ourselves, we don't quite relate to it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and with podcasting like Tan and I are now, I'll be honest, I felt sick with the first couple of podcasts we did. Um, It was a huge thing for me and and even now I quench when I hear my voice. Um, So I think it's reassuring for a lot of our listeners to realise that even those of us who appear very successful, we still have our moments of unsurety when we're not quite 100% convinced or we get that. That sickness in the stomach, going. Oh, is this a good idea to p- press that publish button?
2: <laughs> yes, um, and I think um, in that same conversation um, that happened when we were, when Darren was talking about fear, he encourages us to think about what the worst possible thing that would happen if this thing went wrong. Yeah. And um, oh. since then, I have had something go wrong. Um, I had a. I attempted to do a digital magazine. Yep, I had a stand-up. I put heaps and heaps of effort into it, and nobody read it. So um, you know, announcing that and wrapping it up is one of those things that um, is one of those moments of realizing what's the worst that happened. You, you had a crack at it. You're not. You won't die wondering, and um, and you learned a lot by doing it.
3: Absolutely, I, I fully agree with that. And one of the things that I always teach people when when I'm teaching blogging is is to blog like no one's reading because that, that, can, that can be true. But it's okay because it's okay to put something out there and someone may not read it today or tomorrow or next week or next month, but if it's out there, they may read it next year or in two years or five years and there's nothing wrong with that.
2: And they may read it when they need it. And I think that's mm. the thing, you know, Many people start blogging with an idea that they're going to help someone, and so um, you know if you if you keep that in your front of mind when you write a post, even when it's one of those posts that's making you feel sick, you know somebody might stumble upon it at a time when they need it, and um, and that's something to bear in mind when you when you're feeling a bit uncomfortable about pressing that publish button. And-
1: Look, it's been wonderful. I love there's so many tips and there's so much humanity you've put into this blogging today, and I know that there will be a lot of bloggers who are going to really enjoy the practical side as well as the human side that you shared. Even that magazine experience where nobody listened to it, it's so reassuring. So, I know there's going to be bloggers who are going to want to get in contact with you after they hear this podcast. So what's the best avenue for
2: these listeners to be able to connect with you? Um, certainly you can just grab me on Twitter. I'm Cooker and Looker. You're not allowed to have an A there, so <laughs> it's too long. So Cooker and Looker if um, if you want to get in touch. Awesome. And can you also let us know, like, when you do
1: your release with, with your podcast 'Cause it'll be April that we'll be actually releasing these podcasts. So we'd love for you to share your link with us when you actually release that so that those who listen to this podcast, if they want to learn some awesome, healthy recipes, they can then click on your link and purchase your book.
2: Absolutely. I'll send it to you.
1: And do you know what the link is now? No. <laughs> no I was trying to be clever. <laughs> That's okay, Amanda, we'll, we'll get
3: it from you and it will be on our website at aussiebloggerspodcast.com bo- Aussie uh, by the time your episode is released.
2: Thanks,
3: Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, Amanda. It's been really enlightening and we wish you all the success for your cookbook. I'm sure that it will be absolutely wonderful and there will be lots of people reading that one.
1: <laughs> Fingers crossed. Hey, yes. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks, Amanda.
0: We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers Podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger, or just to say good day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.